right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Monica. Hi, Katie. Welcome to season two. Oh, thank you. Feels good to be here. Did you guys know that we've transitioned from season one to season two? Did you notice? You may not have noticed because we're just now telling you. Yeah. um, Our picture icon looks nearly the same. Only slightly different. Slightly different. We've thought after 26 episodes, which is half a year's worth. High five. Dude, I am so impressed. But yeah, we thought that after half a year's worth of weekly recordings that we've, you know, matured ourselves into a more refined mission. Yeah, we really have. At the beginning, we were all about, we're going to make this podcast. It's going to have a writing prompt. We're going to help people to write. And that's going to crush their inner critic and crush their writer's block. We do that in a way. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out, though, we're also really about inspiring a creative, mindful, joyful life. To, like, kind of crush your living block. I mean, it happens in writing, but it also happens in just day-to-day life. There's this block that comes about or this blanket of sameness that we can get so snuggled up in, we don't even notice that we actually have some power to wave it up and make some sprinkles. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we know we love sprinkling. I actually don't know how to make sprinkles. Just throwing that out there. Or you could sprinkle things that aren't really sprinkles, like happiness or Mm -hmm. kindness or smiles. Hugs. Yeah. You can sprinkle all sorts of things. Also, with season two or with anything new, I think it's important to go back and check what's been working and check what hasn't been working Mm -hmm. and keep the things that do and shed the things that don't. Right. What makes us feel the most in line with our priorities and goals and what makes me feel the least connected to that mission and how can I define where I stand today in, within that spectrum? Mm-hmm. We want to introduce a new, another new thing about our season two. We're going to be using a few uh, sound bites that we've created <laughs> to help transition. We've gotten some feedback. That when we're doing our story shares, there's a little bit of confusion, perhaps, on the listener's end between our prompts. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be using the click of a pen to signify changing of prompts. And then we're going to be using the wind chime. To signify the ending of the prompts and the beginning of the story share. So hopefully that will help clarify as you're listening along that when those moments are to press pause, if you're writing, you'll hear that pin click and you'll know to like, go ahead and press pause, set my timer for three minutes. And when you hear the chime, you'll know that, okay, I'm going to wrap it up. This story is going to be done and they're about to share theirs. And oh, wait, real fast before I listen to theirs, I should go ahead and email them mine, which is still a total thing. You should be doing sending us your stories to our email address, which is kt and moni k-t-a-n-d-m-o-n-i at gmail.com or if you got any prompts you could send us your prompts 
You could also subscribe to our podcast. You could rate us. You could review us. You could share us with your friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Spread the love. Another thing we're introducing this month, which is August, as you're listening, perhaps. Welcome to August. Welcome. And it's a new book club. Yeah, yeah. Book. So we've got on our docket is by Marlo Morgan, Mutant Message from Down Under. This is a book that Monica has read that I started to read and then I got swept away into something else years ago and never finished, but was so intrigued by I can't believe I didn't finish it. I can't believe you. It's filled with a lot of themes of connectedness and this knowledge that has been passed down that is something that we've kind of lost in our western busy world and the concepts are from the aboriginal tribes and beautifully written by a woman who visited the tribes and did a walkabout for several months and um i think you'll like the book i don't know you but i bet you'd like it i think katie would like it i liked the first third before I put it away. And one of the big takeaways for me was this interconnectedness of all things. And we've been working with that concept a lot over the course of this podcast and in my learning life. <laughs> it's a big part of the learning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that we live our instinctual lives all the time, but that we don't maybe we're not aware of it, Mm -hmm. that maybe we're not aware of the moon cycles or our own female cycles or the weather patterns and how that's affecting our mood and our mentality or how our relationships are affecting our mood and mentality that we just take all that for granted. Yeah. Overlook those instinctual connections that Mm -hmm. we could really find significance in if we kind of honed in our awareness on them. Exactly. And that's what I think Um, my take on, of course, the first part of Mutant Message from Down Under was about, was about going back to your roots Mm -hmm. and kind of re-examining the relationship we have with each other, with our communities, and with ultimately the earth. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of that, we wanted to do a recap on cycle syncing, which is a concept we've uh, dabbled a little in the past few episodes here and there. We mentioned that I was working through a a big charting time graph of all the hats I wear and all the tasks we have and all the ways that my body changes monthly and the environment changes around me mm-hmm. seasonally. And so we wanted to kind of unpack some of those concepts that have been at play this month with cycle syncing. We've been really, Monica's been really looking into the cycles that ovulating females go through. And it's pretty amazing. When she first brought it up to me, I was like, oh no, my birth control doesn't allow for all those things to shine through. But as she's kind of enlightened me on these ideas, oh, I believe that I am living through some of this. Yeah, and just so, through self observation, like that's all we can really do. And that's one of the things Katie and I were discussing and in, in looking at any. Uh, personality test or self-assessment of any sort. It's really just a way to determine where am I today? How can I provide context to what's happening to me internally? How can we create context to what's happening externally? Mm -hmm. That way we can give ourselves some space to be where we are, to Mm -hmm. be here now, which is what our ultimate goal remains. I wish y'all could see that. She just did the whole like (laughs) fist through the air. I don't even know. Elbow swing. Be here now. Be here now. (laughs) 
Because there's so a lot cute. that goes into that little, I mean, it sounds simple, but it's I mean, not. really, how do I, how can I be here now if I don't know who I am being or where or when at any given time? It's always different. And so yeah. there's a lot to unpack in those three little words, which is what my looking at cycle syncing is attempting to categorize for me. Yeah. So um, we wanted to talk about the different seasons, which we're all very familiar with. So that's why it's easy to kind of categorize the the shift seasonally. But it's not, you know, it's nothing's cut and dry, which is a big takeaway in general. Nothing is one way or the other precisely. So the self-observation and awareness is a key part of learning anything real about it. You know, if you're not really paying attention to it, then there's not going to be a takeaway because it's all seemingly chaotic. And before you get too deep into it, because she's about to go, guys, um, speaking to you guys, guys and females that are not ovulating for whatever reason, this could help you understand perhaps why your boss was a total tart bitch this morning or why your 14-year-old is acting like a psycho. Hold on. When she says that when your boss was a tart bitch, I want to unpack that your boss might have been like a seemingly out of character more on details than normal like she doesn't have to be like she was crazy outrageous she might have just been like normally my boss doesn't care about that little detail but today it kind of irked them yeah or even why you know you if if you are female why you're having an excellent mood today that you've been trying to get to for the last 12 days and you haven't been able to get to and now finally you're feeling like you're flying high i know this mood i love this mood i want to be in this mood forever anyway Mm -hmm. my point is it impacts all of us because some of us are ovulating females. And the knowledge of it existing is really helpful no matter if you're participating in the system or not. So like, yeah, yeah like if you're a dude or someone who's not, you know a female who is. <laughs> and so yes. that is really just yeah. another tool to help you determine your own context. Like to, to in that way, we're the external um, environment for you. Is So how can I know what my roommate is going through and have a little more uh, – Awareness for my own strategy. Right. <laughs> I got to strategize yeah. my own living so that I'm more harmonious. So yeah. give it to me. Thinking about all that. So Katie, when we're on our period, when we're bleeding, it's menstruation. It's the time of winter. It impacts our bodies mm-hmm. at a very physical level. Right. <laughs> so it's a good time to rest and reflect. Uh, looking at your past month, what worked, what didn't work, what goals do you have for the new month based off that finding? So this is a good time to get out your journal. Yeah. Listen to that intuition, write with yourself, maybe play with the, uh, did we talk about alternate hand? Yeah, non-dominant we did hand. Uh, definitely a while back journaling with your non-dominant hand to kind of allow some mm-hmm. of your inner deeper thoughts to come through. I think yeah. that would be a really fun exercise during menstruation. So also I want to shout out to Claire Baker, who's a period coach, and we've name dropped her on the podcast already because she's one of the big uh, insights on all this data, a big studier in her own life, and then just trying to share what she's experienced in her own life so that it might benefit others, which is what we're doing as well. So passing along that good stuff. But she mentions that the, the danger side of winter is becoming too dark and too reclusive you might feel feelings of grief if that if your uh, reflective nature isn't channeled appropriately so wait you're saying that i'm not allowed to stay 
in my bed for the entire five to seven days. I mean, I would advise three days. <laughs> Stay in the bed for three days. Okay. The After days that, that feel I can emerge. unbearable. Okay. Yeah. yeah then so I can hibernate to... a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You should. Okay. If your body's like, no, I just don't want to be. And if you have the luxury of of giving yourself that, which is so huge in our world is so busy that we often, our schedule is such that it's not up to us no. whether we can schedule that time in. Which is why this is so important yes. because life continues to happen. Yes. Life doesn't stop when your period happens. Right. Did you know? <laughs> I think that's a Saturday Night Live skit waiting to happen. Yeah. We should make that. Yeah. But yeah, she's absolutely right. It does yeah, not. It doesn't. Doesn't Which even happen. with a busy schedule, you happen. could find an hour. Right. You could find 30 minutes. Yes. Or those days, those those serious days where it's really, you know, coming down and it's a big transition for you physically. You might just try to carve out the evening ritual before bed to be a little extra special, a little more self-care. Or like Katie mentioned, getting out the journal and starting yeah. those reflective. Or maybe just taking a, the bubble bath or a nice mm. long shower mm. or, mm-hmm. you know, schedule your massage. And just decide. Whatever. Uh, Side note on more like typical period talk, but this might be too much, but um, who cares? (laughs) Uh, One of my, I get really bad cramps on day one and two. It's just like hobbled over. Like I cannot move. I'm writhing. It's so bad. Um, But one of the things that I like to do, I want to give you a hack. And if you're over 21, you can use this hack, but red wine. If you can, like, I hate to say slug back, but, like, (laughs) get down a cup of red wine quickly. Like, and I don't drink that often. So this might be a hack for me because it's I'm not tolerant to alcohol that much. So half a cup goes a long way with me. I'd need, like, a bottle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just going to slug down a bottle next time. That alcohol. Kyle comes home. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Fine. But that alcohol literally (laughs) loosens the muscles in the uterus, which is what's contracting and causing the cramping feeling of pain. So, I mean, that really can soften everything. And it gives you gives me an excuse to like, oh, day one is miserable, but I'm going to get this wine and I'm going to feel a little silly for it. And then maybe I can get really into that journal. I've never done the two together. Oh, nice. (laughs) Slug the wine, feel a little better, write it out. What are your uh, cramp hacks? Uh, Definitely heat. Oh, yeah. And um, I have not owned a heating pad in quite a number of years, so I will often um, get, like, two freezer bags, like, really nice Ziploc bags, and um, I'll get really hot, not boiling, because that would probably melt the bag, but nice warm water and put those in two ZLBs and put that on the space uh, of the belly, and that'll really help ease those ease those crampies. crampies yeah. yeah. Yeah, so tending to yourself, like anything that can help you um, move through that winter, staying warm. Though no wonder heat works during Mm -hmm. winter. I think like hot tea feels Mm -hmm. really good also. Um, Drinking tea, taking a bubble bath. Warm hugs, something, talking to people who make you feel warm and fuzzy. Distraction is awesome. Yeah, redirect. But yeah, so then you're moving into spring. Your period is over. It's technically called the follicular time frame. And spring can last anywhere from seven to 10 days. It's a time of ideally. So the positive time is that it's 
planting and tending. And I say positive, but in a garden, it's not always easy to plant and tend to things. As Mm -hmm. you know, if you've ever worked in dirt, it can be hard to work through dirt. You're breaking up old habits. You're doing something new with this soil that may or may not have been kind of stuck in its ways. You might not know what you're wanting to plant, which Uh, could cause you a lot of anxiety if you're not really sure where you should be putting your energies into. Glad you said that because that's the con with springtime is if you aren't sure, then scattered brain is really common in that time you know i mean that's a pretty big scattered brain is a word we use to describe uh females a lot like you don't often hear like that man was so scatterbrained (laughs) it's really a female all over the place connotated word connotated it's really a female driven word and so it we in spring can tend to um really habitualize things and start new things really well but the tendency is that we could overdo it and then of course feel that chaos brain which you know we might feel anyway but yeah we're just gonna blame it on this for now heightened in that time frame yeah (laughs) yeah so as you're waiting and then so there's that um that anxious feel like something's about to happen in my body it's a big thing about to happen as the body's preparing to release an egg for ovulation to perhaps become fertilized to perhaps grow a baby that's a big like oh my gosh it's about to happen so you have a lot of energy in yes that and towards the end of spring it can feel like too much where is it all going and so it could that's a potential con if you're not channeling it appropriately like it might get a little antsy yeah when's that baby gonna happen that's directive what's that primal directive and so then primal directive season (laughs) of summer is our ovulation so we're releasing that egg we're blossoming and shining If we're releasing an egg primally, what's happening is we're letting our partner know that we are ready to be fertilized. Right. And that's, I think, something that we, it's just wild that in our 30s, we're just now kind of putting all of these pieces together. But of course, historically, evolutionarily, you know, you look out at the seasons of spring and summer in the, in the nature, natural world, and that's happening out there. Oh, the the birds are getting it on, mm-hmm. the rabbits are going for it, the deers are making it happen. And you're right too, in summer there's a lot of expectation to do something, to go somewhere, to engage in something new. Like there's a lot of that expectation. Yeah, the days are really long. We need to make them worthwhile. We need to go out and play in the water and go for adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so they say that the pros of that time, obviously we've mentioned them just now in the description of summer in that way, but, um, it's a great time to connect with your community, to network with people and to really just put yourself out there. And so maybe depending on your career or what you do socially, you know, those are the times to shine. Mm-hmm. But Claire Baker says that one of the things to be careful of in summer is to not make plans for next week. She's like, really be, you'll be ready to say yes to everything in summer. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Yes, let's do that. Let's, let's do that. But unless you're kind of factoring in that, oh, that's not happening this time next month. I'm not going to be this person I am today in two weeks. I'm going to be a very different wintry person. Yeah. In summertime, only make plans for 28 days from now. (laughs) Like, are we talking four weeks from now? Sure. Mark it down. I am 100% at that party. So in being aware that your tendency would be to say yes to everything and then be wishing you hadn't done that in those two weeks of not so down to want to do everything you, you know. Isn't there um, some research that like 
females are very attractive to men at that time. Isn't there some research? Yeah, that's back the there? primal. I mean, of course. Yeah, primal and directive. Just, that's I like just, a pheromone thing too. I think is that as our hormones are changing and our body's sending signals of egg on base, like come on, come on, get it. That's right. Then they can sense that too, and and typically we're more radiant at that time. We're we have a little more. Um, Charisma. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Exactly. We can yeah. attract better. And we don't even realize like it. A, I like love a big that. blossomed plant is attracting the bee better to make the pollen transfer to create all of that environment yeah. cycle happen. It's a whole nother cycle, but same concept. It's all in its own time. So the possibility there is you might feel overwhelmed because there's so many options and you have openness. You want to say yes and yet at that you know, it can become a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. So then what? So then we enter fall. That's right, Katie. Fall's the next season. Fall is the season of the potentially tart bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise known as PMS. It's the pre-menstrual phase. So yeah. the it's the luteal phase is the scientific name. So we could be thinking of the garden metaphor, harvesting, getting our, our yield from our plants. But as we know, in a garden, that's not always all easy either. You're hacking at things, trimming things, going daily, trying to beat the bugs, trying to beat the other critters. That caterpillar just ate my whole plant. What? So protecting that fruit in the time, focusing on the details. How will you maintain? How will you protect your fruit in that time that is certain to come, which is winter on its way. Winter is coming. Yes. So in the harvesting yielding time, fall, you're preparing. So focusing on maybe you're cleaning, maybe you're meal planning, you're focusing on details, you're doing reports, you're planning for your next months of podcast episodes. That all sounds really fun until that person looks at you the wrong way and you decide exactly what that look meant and you... Me, I am pissed. And I am going to go with that emotion because I'm not recognizing that I'm a little bit on edge, that I'm mm -hmm. a little bit sensitive because I am just a woman living my day to day and not giving any credit to the cycle. Mm -hmm. And so I am going to take that feeling I just had because of your look and I'm going to run with it and mm -hmm. I'm going to get so pissed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ruin everyone's day to day. That's, Including my own, which is really the worst part. You're going to ruin your day. Yeah. And you're probably going to take it home with you and you're going to ruin your kids and your husband's days because yeah. you had such a crappy day. Yeah. And that's not so cool. No. And it's and all too common. And I think that it, if we journal about this stuff, if we recognize it, if we know that it's coming, it's not saying, I know I'm going to be pissed, so I'm going to be pissed today. That's no. exactly the no. opposite yeah. of this. Yeah. It's saying, I know I have the propensity to become irritable today, so I'm going to do everything I can to maybe not trust my feelings as much today as I normally mm -hmm. would. I know that I might be a little extra sensitive, and I might listen to that on an intuitive way, but I'm also not going to run with it like like it's the everything. Cause... And I might ask my closest family members and friends for a little bit of extra leeway today mm -hmm. because I'm not feeling the best. And I'm going to maybe give those people a little bit of a warning that today isn't really the best day for me. I'm trying my best. But if you could also help me out, that would be and so good for on everyone. The, on the other hand of that, they you also need to give them that extra leeway so it's so often that i think we can jump on you did this to me but it's really i know i now know it's kind of coming from me so i need to be careful to create my own boundaries and say hey i know it's it's me so it's yeah it's not 
You, it's me. Yeah, I'm not going to trust that anger. So I'm not going to trust mentally. that red color I just saw <laughs> to go and run into the person that just pulled out in front of me. I'm just going to say, whoa, mm-hmm. slow down. And it's, Let's take yeah. a few deep breaths. Let's go back to... Um, Context. Yeah. Where am I? Snack? Yeah, was yeah I was going to say, let's go back to episode... I don't know what, mm. and have a snack. Mm-hmm. Stop. Notice. Accept. Yeah, and so part of notice is where am I today? Like, who am I today? Am I in day five of winter? Mm-hmm. And maybe that can help us navigate. Precisely. Yeah. So one of the dangers in fall is that we can be really critical of ourselves and of other people. And that's one of the reasons it leads to PMS or what's known as that is that irritable sense of control is really present because we are focused on details. We're hypersensitive. And so that can be a result of that. And so Mm -hmm. knowing it's at that time or has the propensity to be, then we can help ourselves and others (laughs) live a happier day. Yeah. Every day. For sure. <laughs> and and just recognizing that when other people are acting in ways that don't really feel like um, are jiving with the, like what we put out there, when you feel like you approached someone with a totally happy attitude and they kind of gave you something back to recognize that it probably didn't have a lot to do with what you were saying, but what's going on in their world. Mm-hmm. And I think that all of this conversation is really helpful to kind of keep that in mind, that there are so many things going on in this life. And it's so often that we can think, you know, it's all my fault. I did that. I created that environment. Mm-hmm. I did this thing. And it's like, no, no, not really. There's so much going on on mm-hmm. so many levels and layers that I think that that can kind of be a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And I like to remind myself of that when things aren't going exactly as I planned. There's a lot at play right now. Oh, yeah. Internal, external, all around. Yeah. So much at play. Yeah. So give everyone a little space, including yourself. Definitely, including yourself. Yes. A great friend of mine, Cindy, she told me um, when she's feeling really irritable and pissy and she'll maybe be like going off on one of those tangents you know you can go on where you like subconsciously like okay so just an example I'm telling Kyle my husband something about you know this is the way I feel this is how it has to be and I'm saying like projecting all these emotions that are like I know deep down aren't right I'm like I'm being a bitch right now and to like rather than continuing on with that Cindy's advice was just stop. Like wherever you are, you recognize that you're not acting properly and you just need to just stop talking. Mm-hmm. Just stop. And I think that I think about that a lot when I'm going off on a tangent like, okay, clearly it's time for you to just chill. Yeah. Just stop it. I like that. And it kind of spins me to a thing we I recently heard from um, Gretchen Rubin and she says to act the way you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I've kind of listened to this other um, – mentality of that which is feel your feelings as you feel them and we talked about that in one of our early episodes feel your feelings but I really like that it that Gretchen's approach to the feelings quote which is very oversimplified I know that but I like oversimplifying just as much as I like overcomplicating (laughs) (laughs) so um that yes you can feel your feelings as you feel them but then to also give yourself that empowerment to act the way you want to feel like i'm feeling this way but i really want to feel this other way so i'm going to fake it till i make it to that point and i'm going to 
act in this way that will help me feel better. Like the laughter thing. Um, when you don't feel happy, sometimes laughter therapy yoga would say that forcing out a laugh or making yourself make a ridiculous sound that is of a laughter type, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it's not a real laugh because you're not really laughing, but it sounds kind of like it. And it might actually spur you into real laughter. Yeah. Or even just, you make it. I mean, I know I've just like straight up smiled when I felt exactly. really pissed off, just smiling. Um, Monica had me listen to that podcast. Um, then we got some of that from Gretchen Rubin. And an example she gives is um, when you come home from work, if you're feeling really drained and exhausted and tired and you walk in the door and your family's there waiting for you and you're like, I've had the most miserable day. The kids aren't going to really look up from their phone and your husband's going to kind of look over at you like whatever, you know, great. Here she is to, you know, bring her bad mood in versus if you just came in and were like, I'm so happy to be home. Home. Hey guys, the kids are going to come and they're going to hug you and your husband's going to give you a kiss and you're going to get that it feeling that you needed yeah. versus yeah. if you came in feeling the way you felt, mm-hmm. it's not going to be the best. Right. It's going to so just perpetuate the way you're feeling yeah. and not help move it yeah. to a new space. And sometimes you can just easily hack yourself out of that. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are feelings that aren't so easily hacked. Aren't Yeah. Right. But it can help. It's it can, general. It's a try. Potential. Yeah. It's a potential. Yeah. I love that we started season two and then we immediately talked about our seasons of our cycles. I didn't really recognize that until now. Season, season. Interesting. Yeah. yeah that's cool. In a new phase. It's all about tapping into your phases. I do just love that, you know, you were introduced to this about two months ago or you really started digging into it and now you've recognized these patterns in yourself and you doing that. At first, I really wasn't thinking it was anything that I wasn't going to be on that flow. And then it's like, oh, shoot, there it goes again. There's my happy day. There's my really crummy day. And to, to kind of chart that out, I feel like, can really be helpful. Mm-hmm. And it may not be That's the same awesome. every time, but it's just another thing to be aware of. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I didn't know that winter was a season and things got cold and they died and everything <sighs> tucked away for three months, at month two and a half, I would be pretty concerned that everything was gone. Yeah. If I didn't know that there was hope for spring and then summer and then fall, I would be like, fuck. <laughs> this yeah. winter shit is real. Yeah. And we're all going to die frozen. Yeah. And that's the mentality that you could easily get into if you don't recognize that your body is a big magical machine that is creating its own cycles, whether you're aware of them or not. Mm-hmm. But let's be aware of them is my idea. You know what my idea is? What is it? We should write about it. I think so, too. That's the main thing we want to stick with here. Yep. So if you would like to write with us, go ahead and get your pad and your three-minute timer. We're going to give you three prompts that we're going to come up with from our day today. Um, We're going to draw those out of a little hat. Um, A little hat. A little hat. It's like a small hat worn by a mouse. We're going to write really tiny. So don't forget, when you hear this noise, that means to go ahead and pause us and start your writing for three minutes. Um, We'll come back for a few more prompts, and at the end, you will hear the wind chime, which will signify the ending of the prompts and the beginning of our story shares. So if you'd like to join in, prompt number one, the smell of lemon oil. The second prompt is... Scrubbing the cabinet doors clean. 
And our final prompt is the distant wind chime sound. I wonder if we wrote the exact same story. We probably didn't. <laughs> I bet we did. Let's find out. You go first. Okay, I shall. The smell of lemon oil was overpowering. It may have been refreshing if I didn't know what it meant. Mom always went crazy cleaning the house when she was worried. I had barely cracked the front door, and it nearly knocked me down. I opened it more and saw the extent of the cleaning. The floors were sparkling, the vacuum marks perfectly etched in the carpet. Mom? I called out to her. She popped up from behind the kitchen counter. Her hair was perfect. She had her best apron on, her yellow gloved hands holding a sponge and a damp cloth. How I came out of that woman, I'll never know. Mom, here, let's stop cleaning for a bit, okay? I said as I attempted to escort her to the nearest chair. I didn't think she'd give up so easily, but then realized she'd already seen the wine in my hand. I'll just get the glasses, she said as she took off her gloves and apron. She went. We went to the porch. Her perfect, good housekeeping-themed Zen Zone, she called it, when she and Dad redecorated out here. The distant sound of the wind chimes, nor the bubbling of the fountain, were enough to ease either of our worries for today. Sometimes, when life hands you lemons, you chuck them at people and pour a glass of the good stuff. I popped the bottle and did just that as I pulled the bar of dark chocolate from my bag. Mm. I like that. It didn't seem to have much of a point when I wrote it, but as I read through it, it, it felt kind of complete. Yeah, it feels very complete to me. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it too. Thanks for sharing your story. Thank you for okay. allowing me to share it and for sharing yours. Here I go. Here you go. How am I really supposed to relax deeper with every breath? What does that even mean? My body is sore, my leg is cramping, my back is all sweaty on my mat, and I can smell the guy next to me. No amount of lemon oil aromatherapy can disguise that scent. Oops, she said to let go of my thoughts. But each one sprouts a new thought. How am I supposed to stop that? Okay, notice, I'm inhaling now. Exhaling now. Getting deep. Yes, I do need to deep clean my kitchen, the stainless steel and the cabinet doors. Oh, it's going to be so much scrubbing. Maybe I should schedule a massage for next week as a reward and then I'll have to deep. Oh, shit. Wait, deeper. Deeper. Now inhale. Exhale. God, I'm so excited about my massage, but will Tracy be able to pick up the kids that day? Maybe I can trade her for soccer practice. Oh, maybe not. It's her birthday this week. Shit, I got to get her something. Hmm, she said she's been outside in her garden lately. Oh, that's it. The wind chime they have here is so pleasant, so soothing. I'll get her one of those. I wonder where they got it. I'll have to ask after class. Oh, class. Shit. <laughs> so much for being here now. I love that. The perfect inner dialogue <laughs> of a meditation. Yep. <laughs> perfect. I it was it. like right on the chime that it was being here now. So it felt like perfect. I loved that. Thanks for sharing that story with me. Yeah. Thanks for helping me write it. Yes. Guys, thank you for being with us here into season two for whatever that means to us and to you. Uh, we're really happy to have made it this far and we hope to make it a lot farther. Yay. Cheers to season two. And if you enjoyed us, guys, please do um, subscribe, rate us, review us, share us with your friends. It means a lot. Yep. Share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye.
Right here. Right now.